We see you, Eagles. Hi there, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Guys, some good Ooh. Monday Night Football action last night. Oh, oh you thought that was good last night, Jen? Oh. I mean, it was two blowouts. You know, I, I'm starting to wonder about your prediction that the Vikings and Kirk Cousins are going to make it all the way to the NFC Championship You game? better worry about your prediction about the Cowboys winning uh, the NFC East. Really? Worry about that prediction. Well, that's your prediction, yeah, too. No, 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 no. So I'm worried because because you predicted it, too, and I'm jinxed and doomed. It, that, uh, it won't hurt yeah. me as much. If y'all don't win, I, I will give you, you a chance right here, right nope, now, to nope, rescind nope. your Vikings pick no. with no penalty. Nope. No penalty. You can nope. just say, I nope. give up. Nope. I lost. No. No? No. Nope. Okay, nope. Good luck. I just I'll make sure I get my Eagles helmet for when yeah. they beat the bricks off you guys a couple oh, Now weeks. you're an Eagles fan. I've been warning you <laughs> just about for, Just for like a couple of games. Okay, great. <laughs> Skip, I thought you might be reverse jinxing with the Eagles, but, man, they looked good last night. Jalen Hurts threw for 333 yards and a touchdown. Eagles win 24-7 over the Vikings last night. Meanwhile, Kirk Cousins only had 221 passing yards and one, two, three interceptions. Skip, during the game, you tweeted that you'd rather have Jalen Hurts over Kirk Cousins any day or night. Shannon. Pick the Vikings. Yep. What's your response to this tweet from Skip? No, I did not pick the Vikings. I picked the Vikings to get to the SEC championship game. I didn't pick them last night. I picked the Eagles. Look, I, I think the thing is the way Jalen Hurts was playing last night, I think there are a lot of people that would rather have Jalen Hurts over a lot of quarterbacks, just not Kirk Cousins. I thought last night was one of the better games that he played. You look how well he threw the football, the interception carrying off of Atwell's, uh, uh, Atwell's hand, and he could have really had a clean game. I think that's the first 300 passing yard game, three touchdowns with two rush touchdowns since Michael Vick did it on the Monday night against the Washington football team. I How think that, well we remember. I think that's what he did. And he launched the first play to like 70 yards to, uh, to D-Jack. Mm-hmm. He looked really good. Um, the weapons around him are spectacular. A.J. Brown has done wonders for that team. Devontae Smith is coming into his own. They still have reliable uh, Dallas Goddard. And the one thing that they can do better than most teams is they can run the football. Not just with, with Sanders and uh, uh, the other guys, but Jalen Hurts. And I think the Minnesota Vikings forgot that, <laughs> that Jalen Hurts has legs. I mean, they kept letting him get outside, and he ran for those two touchdowns. I'm like, dude, how you get food on the boot? You can't get food on the boot let him get outside. He played really well. They have weapons defensively. Uh, I'm going to give credit to my homeboy. I did not know until last night that he was from Brunswick, Georgia, uh, Darius Slay. I'm going to let him use the moniker Big Play Slay. I will Because the way he played last night and the number that he did on Justin Jefferson. Oh, as opposed to Big Play Shay. Yeah, yeah oh, you know. Yeah. You, he, yeah. Everybody know who the real Big okay. But you know I, what? I thought it was actually one play Shay, but whatever. <laughs> big Play, one Big Play. All That's right, all right. I have. But he played exceptionally well. He did an unbelievable job last night understanding where his help was and not letting Justin Jefferson get going early. Kirk Cousins played. He didn't play well last night, Skip. And he knows when. They, and, and the thing with the Eagles and looking at them, their team that's not blitz heavy. But for some reason, they're like, you know what? We're going to heat up Kirk Cousins because he doesn't do well when, when adversity likes to strike. He likes to shrink in the moment. And he shrunk last night. Now, he had opportunity to make some plays. I thought Irv Smith Jr. dropped that long pass, Skip. He did. That could a nice got, throw. I'll give you that. And, and that could have got him back in the game. And when you're struggling on the road, Skip, you need guys to step up and make plays. But they did not step up and make plays last night. Give Jalen Hurts credit. He seems like a guy that's been in the lab, that's getting better and better each game. He's, uh, uh, he always processed the game really well. But it seemed like the game is really, really slowed down for him. Um, and what makes him so difficult to defend, Skip, is because they can run the ball so well, you don't want to zone them off. So you have to play man coverage. So he knows pretty soon, oh, this man coverage, this is where I'm going with the football. I got Devontae in this matchup on the linebacker in the slot. Running the uh, uh, the the, uh, the angle route, 
I'm going to take that. I got A.J. Brown singing up. Let me take A.J. Mm. Dallas Goddard was played, played unbelievable last night with the amount of targets that he got. So the Eagles look really, really good, Skip. If I, and we're going to talk about Buffalo a little later. The two best teams that I've seen, that I saw Buffalo up close and personal opening day against the Rams. Yep. The Bills and the Eagles are the two best teams from top to bottom that I've seen. Now, I've, I've had the luxury of seeing the Bills up close and personal take apart the Rams. And without those three turnovers, that game would, might have been 50 to 14 or something like that. But the Eagles look good. The Eagles are the best team that I've seen thus far in the NFC. And I know it's only two weeks. Mm. We got 15, game, 15 games to go. We got a long, long season to go. But right now, I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFC. Buffalo, the best team in the AFC. What did I tell you sitting over on this side of the table all offseason very long? What did I tell you again and again and again? Here come the Eagles. Mm -hmm. I also tweeted last night before I tweeted the one that we're talking about. I also tweeted the Eagles scared the bleep out of me. And that's I I typed bleep. I didn't use any word, but you know what I was thinking. But they do. They scared the bleep Mm -hmm. out of me and they have the whole offseason because they got way better while the Cowboys seemed to just idle, just Mm -hmm. sit still and do virtually nothing. And you kept telling me, well, it's all about Jalen Hurts, and you were never sold on him because you didn't think he threw the ball consistently well enough to take them places that right. they haven't already been. They, they made the playoffs last year, and they, they got basically blown out by the GOAT at the GOAT. Yes. And they used that as their rallying cry throughout mm-hmm. the offseason. So you're starting to see Jalen Hurts, just to be clear about this, you're starting to see him evolve into a big-time, top-level quarterback. I, I'm not sold yet, Skill. Only one of his 33 throws last night were in the tight windows. That's the easiest of his, of his career. So basically, he was shooting fish in a barrel last night. Now, that's not his fault because we've seen him have wide-open receivers before and not be able to make those throws. But what I am seeing is that when the opportunity presents itself for him to make throws, he's making throws. He's reading the defense, taking what they're giving him, and when he has an opportunity to make a throw, he made it. It's two games, Skip. We're two games in. We got 15 games to go. I believe in Jalen Hurts. I've told you that from the start. But before I get to my guy, Jalen Hurts, I want to talk about your guy, Kirk (laughs) Cousins, because I've never believed in him. And by the way, I think he's a good guy off the field. I think he's really a great guy off the field. So this is nothing personal. Right. I just don't trust him. Right. When, When you... Most believe that you can trust him. You can least trust him. Expectations. Okay. And I have them now. (laughs) He's got the haywire gene in him. Big game, big night game. Look out below. He's going to unravel right before your very eyes. And he really unraveled last night because they actually had two or three legit chances and said they have to at least make it a football game, right? Yep. And he threw two red zone picks including one that should have been picked before the one that was picked, Correct. which was the third one. So just to, if, if you happen to miss the game last night, let's just just <laughs> plow through Kirk Cousins' unraveling, if we could, please. Here's the first one. That's a hop. That's like, it might have been a little, it was a bad route by yeah, yeah, Jefferson. This, but, and this is just a bad idea. It's just a bad idea. It's a double this is right here. You can't do it. And this is the, the one that should have been picked by Slay. Now, I have no idea where he was throwing the football. Well, he's trying to with Skip. He, he see that come with the blitz, and, and he's back he off his back again, foot. And, and he gets that one. It's yeah. like, uh, if at first you don't succeed, fail, fail again. Right? That ball, Skip, by the time when, Jay, when uh, Justin Jefferson makes the nod inside to let him know that ball needs to be up in the air. And it needs to be at the back pylon. Because if it's short... You see what's going to happen. And both throws were short. He knows he's got to let that ball go a lot quicker. 
I just don't believe in him. I don't trust him at the highest level. He's got some talent. Yeah. And he's been doing this for a long time. Yeah, over a decade. This is the 11th year. unbelievable. He is simply, period, end of story, the most overpaid quarterback in the history of professional (laughs) football because he kept playing the system for all it was worth in Washington. Franchise tag, franchise tag. And then all of a sudden, Minnesota Minnesota jumps in desperation and says, we don't have a quarterback. We have to overpay for him. <clears throat> they gave him 84 guaranteed million. 28 million. Fully then, gu- he was the first to get a fully guaranteed contract. He got it. And then they re-upped with him. Yeah. And he's still there, still afloat, because he teases you. And you say, well, God, could we do better with him or him? or No, we right. could. We, we got to stay with Kirk Cousins. Because it, it was Case Keenum who threw the right. Minnesota miracle. Right. So we go back to, you know, they, they've been struggling at quarterback for so long. And yet he'll take you. Only this far, and then he will blow you apart. You know what happens, Skip? He plays just well enough he does. to keep you around the 18, 19, 20th mark picking. So all the really good quarterbacks that you could potentially want in the draft, Skip, yeah. they're already gone, or it's going to cost you so much to get them. So they pick 18th, 19th, they're able to get Justin Jefferson and not Justin Herbert. That you is see, correct. So that's what he does. He plays just well enough, Skip, to keep you out of the hand, keep your hands off a great quarterback. Even his pocket stature is so weak to me. It's like scarecrow weak where if, if you do heat him up a little bit, he'll start to, to, to get happy feet and start to unravel. And he always looks to me like a little kid wearing an oversized helmet. His helmet always looks too big for him. He just looks like childlike. He looks right. frail in the pocket to me. So in the end, all I know is that where I formed my strongest opinions of Kirk Cousins is He's two and eight against my Cowboys. And I'm going to remind everybody, the last two years, back to back, my team went up to his place mm-hmm. up in Minneapolis with backup quarterbacks, Andy Dalton and Cooper Rush. We're going to talk about Cooper Rush in just a moment and beat Kirk Cousins in his building back to back with our backups. So that that's all I know. Dak owned Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. And last night, that was a big stage game. They were coming off a, a huge opening day victory over the Green Bay Packers, and they look like world beaters. And you thought, here we go. And it's Kirk Cousins. I just, I'm sorry. I'm down. I'm out. I I never was in on it. But see, Skip, here's the thing. He's terrible in night primetime games. The best part about this in the playoff, there are no night primetime games. So I'm counting on Kirk. I'm counting on Kip. (laughs) You just better. All right. Now to Jalen Hurts, where we have disagreed from the start. He's not the greatest thrower of the football, mm-hmm. but he has worked so hard with my friend Tom House out here in Los Angeles. He works out of Southern Cal mm-hmm. at, at USC. And Brady's worked with him and Breeze worked with him. And name somebody, they've worked with mm-hmm. Tom House, who used to be, I got to know him when he was the pitching coach for the Texas Rangers. Nolan Ryan was, was his almost his product right. late because, because Nolan threw a no-hitter when he was 45, Brady's age. Yeah. And Tom was in the middle of that. And he revolutionized how how baseball pitchers through footballs in the outfield. So anyway, he's a mechanic, throwing mechanics guru. Jalen has worked hard. He's more upright now. He's much more over the top top. with it. And his touch is better. His accuracy is better. His confidence is better. I think his velocity has gotten a little bit better than his days at Alabama and then Oklahoma. What I love about him is he is the unquestioned leader of that franchise. And that's what Kirk Cousins, he, Jalen is the flip side of Kirk Cousins because I don't think they follow Kirk Cousins at all. He can have a hot hand occasionally, right. and it's just good enough to keep 
Justin Jefferson barely happy and Thielen barely happy. But in the end, Jalen is the man in that locker room, in the weight room, in the huddle, on the sideline, mm-hmm. because they know when it's time to play, he's going to give them everything he has got. Right. He is as physically and mentally tough as anybody on that roster. And yeah. that is a I'll loaded roster right now. I'll give you that. So we got leader, we got gamer, we got baller, we got playmaker, and the playmaking comes with arm now, it's getting right. better and better, and legs. And that run that he made, if we could see the, the long touchdown run, what he did at the end of it, this is – not many quarterbacks will do this down right. near the goal line. Oh, he lowered his shoulders. Yeah. If we, we got it. Skip, I think the first uh, one was even go. more impressive. Yeah. When he bulldozed like three guys. Well, that's, I think that's what we're about to get. No, this is the, this the, the second one. Okay. This is the one where he's still, still – he's just carrying there, – there are four Vikings yeah. there. And he just spins through all of them. Mm-hmm. And it's sheer power because they say pound for pound. I've not seen this with my own eyes. But pound for pound, he's as strong as anybody oh, on that He probably walk. got a 550, 600-pound squat. He, he does. He does. I think he's 600 for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So all that works in his favor because he's won his teammates over. Right. And, again, is he John Elway with, his, with a cannon or Dan Marino? Or is he Josh Allen or my homeboy with a cannon? No. But it's pretty good, yeah. and it's getting better. He's a coach's son who, who is completely and utterly dedicated to this process of getting to be the best he can be. And I think Philly's just flat-out lucky to have him. The thing that – and, Skip, I was, I was really hesitant, and I thought they would probably go back into the draft and look for another quarterback. But I think Philly needs to get credit for taking their time and developing a young quarterback. They a do. lot of times we don't see them. They'll give time but to young black quarterbacks. Yep. They move off them relatively quick. I, I and, Philly, and Philly says, you know what? No, we believe, we believe if we give this guy some talent, put some talent around him, give him another year, give him two years, I think we might have something special here. I think we might have something special. We don't need to move up and mortgage our future. How about just stand pat? Maybe, hey, one of these big-time receivers are available. They made, Look, they, they know they made a mistake in selecting Jalen Rigger over Justin Jefferson, but they should say, you know what? Hey, we can go get A.J. Brown, still keep our draft picks, not have to mortgage to move up or da- uh, up to try yeah. to get a quarterback. So to, to, for, to see them do that and to see him reward them mm-hmm. for their faith in him. Yep. And that means a lot, Skip. Sometimes you just look. I, I understand. I know Jalen Rigger. We hear all professional athletes. Say, I have the utmost confidence in me. But sometimes you need you one other person. And Howie Roseman was that one other person because everything moves and slides up and down with the stroke of his pen. And he's like, you know what? I believe in this kid. Yep. I believe he can get it done. Yeah, and Jalen Rager. And Jalen, no, no, I'm saying no. And oh, Jaylen and Jalen Hurts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying yeah. he believed they needed one guy. To, he needed one other guy to believe in okay, him I got because it. he believed in himself. He believed all along that he could be a quarterback. Absolutely. Quick thought on Rager. You knew his father. I knew his father. I played with his dad, Monte. Okay. I I hated for him to get booed by the Philly fans, but they'll boo Santa Claus. They booed everybody. I I got it. But they were just booing him every touch all night long. It wasn't his fault he got drafted. It it was Howie Roseman's fault. So if you want to boo somebody, boo Howie. I, I fell out of my chair because it was soon after the C.D. Lamb pick. Right. And then Justin Jefferson sitting on right the board. What, what, are you, what are you doing? I was shocked. I was like, Jalen, I'm like, that name sound familiar. I wonder if that's – so I yep. call, call my other homeboy. Like, yeah, that's Monte's son. Yeah. The other thing that I loved about Jalen Hurts last night was first throw of the game, he stands right up and hits Devontae Smith with a pass because Devontae was the forgotten man at Detroit. When he didn't they catch won. any passes. Okay, he didn't catch a ball. 
And I'm not even sure they threw him a ball. Maybe they threw him a couple balls, right. but he didn't catch one. Right. And guess who? Jalen's just saying, okay, here we go. Right. I want you to know. I want you to be ready because right. the first one's coming to you. Yep. And he caught it. And he threw him seven balls last night, and he caught all seven caught of, all of them for 80 yards. Yep. That's leadership to me. That That's how you – you own and operate a locker room and a team. Right. That's how you do it. Right. You just say, you're my guy. I, I went because because AJ is his soulmate. You know, right. they're very close. Yeah. They work out together in the offseason. But he wants Devontae to know right. he, he's just as important. And, yeah. and look at how he spread the wealth yes, last we night. we got to keep everybody happy. Okay, everybody got happy because he got Goddard 82 yards, and then AJ got 69 yards, and, and Quez got 69 yards, including the, the 53 yard. I don't know what the hell they were thinking on that skip. That's quarter coverage. Let's look at it real quick. What did the safety do? Quez walked in 53 yarder. Well, well, since we watched can you tell what the safety's doing? Okay, everybody's playing zone, but nobody wants it's it. I, I, I don't know why. They just let him run right through them. But, but Jalen threw this on a line and hit him right in stride, and again, at Bruh. out. You see what it's saying? I, I don't know what this <sighs> is. They just let him run, and then they're looking at each other like, I, I thought you had him. I, I don't know. <laughs> Jalen lost his job at Alabama to Tua. Yes. Because he wasn't making all of those, those kind throws. of throws. Yes. And last night, he made it in right. prime time, and, and he was still smart. Yeah. He talked after the game. He says, I remember what happened to us the last time on Monday Night Football. Well, they went to Dallas and got clocked by the Cowboys, mm-hmm. remember? Yes. So he, he, he takes everything to heart and is driven – by losing to the Cowboys on Monday night and losing to Brady in a playoff. Well, that, well that's, that's good, but if you can take it to heart, but what are you going to do about it? Are you going to spend time in the lab? Are you going to get better in the offseason? Yes, and sir. it seems that he's gotten better he in the offseason. Yeah. Give Philly credit for, giving, for, for surrounding him with talent and making the job easy. Uh, uh, A.J. Brown is going to make his job a lot easier because they're going to have to probably double him, and that means Devontae and Goddard getting, getting a, um, single coverage. Kez Watkins. They signed Pascal. I think Pascal came over for Indy. They have weapons, and they can run the football. Sanders is electric. Jalen Hurst, you know, with his leg, they got a very, a very good offensive line, Skip. They did a very good job. Hurst kind of ran himself into that one sack that he got. He did. Probably should have stepped up instead of bounced it. Uh, the left tackle pushed him around, and he got, he got sacked. But they look good. They look, they look good. Every look time good. I watch Darius Slay play somebody yeah. where he takes somebody and says, you're mine, Justin yes. Jefferson yes. last night, to me, he's a little better. I'm talking about just sheer cover corner. Yeah. Than Jalen Ramsey is. Okay. Just sheer cover. Jalen just plays on sheer because he's bigger, well, I, I, stronger. Jalen clues more. Jalen will get beat more where yeah. he he just lets his mind drift a right. little bit and he yeah. lets somebody run by him. Yeah. Uh, well, it's hard for me to argue that now. Um, uh, Ram hadn't had the best, you know, starting this season and going into last season the way he finished last season. He hadn't had his best four or five games. Uh, Slay is is, a, is probably a more of a technician, he is. more fundamentally sound. Yep. I, I uh, think he's a hard. I think he's a film studier. I, mm-hmm. I think he knew every move Justin Jefferson makes yes. last night, and Justin didn't end cut on the throw. Well, here's the thing, Skill. Slay knows he has. He has. I can't let him inside. Yeah. You do all you could go. Hey, go to wherever you want to go. You want to go to Geno. You want to get a Philly a Philly cheesesteak. He did. Go outside. That's what he I'm said. not moving from inside because I know if you come back in here, I'm gonna pick it. Now, if they run the back shoulder fade, you got, you got me. me. I but agree. But I am not letting you cross my face. He did not. He cut him off at the pass, and Kirk threw it to the pass. Yes. And Slay said, thank you very much. Looked like and, he was running a bang eight, skinny yes. post. Yep. And Slay caught it and just kept running all the way across the field out of bounds and handed it up to <laughs> yeah. J- James Harden sitting right. in the front row. It, wow. it, it, you watch him throughout the game, Skip. He knows that, okay, uh, uh, 
they ran what we call what we call in that thing in the West Coast system. They still call it this. We call it the shake route where he skimmies inside and yep. gives you the nod to the post and he run, and runs to the corner. Slay said, I'm not worried about that. I'm vulnerable to the seven route. He gives him that move. Slay jumps in his hip pocket and races him to the seven. Curry's like, nah, I ain't got it. If you understand, Skip, know why I'm vulnerable. I don't care you do all that other stuff. I'm vulnerable to the seven. I'm going to get in your hip and I'm going to beat you to the seven. Yep. If I'm vulnerable to the seven, I'm not going to let you catch the seven. If I'm vulnerable inside, I'm not going to let you inside. I see a week after week, and I'm telling defensive guys, do not let an opposing, do not let an offensive player cross your face. How many times we see him let him cross his face, Skip? That's an easy throw. He's right. The quarterback, see him right there. Don't let him cross your face. Slate understood where he was vulnerable, wouldn't get beat in his vulnerable spot, and that's why he got two picks. I got it. Bottom line for me, lifelong diehard Cowboy fan. Y'all in trouble. We're in some trouble because they have a little easier schedule, especially early, than we have. They could just roll for a while. I don't want to hear nobody no easy schedule. No, well, y'all got, got one. Because you, you were just harping early. We got Once we get past once we get past uh, the first two games, yeah. Tampa and, and, and uh, Cincinnati. I just like our closing schedule. I like our last seven. We they, could go 7-0 and oh down the street. Y'all going to be so far behind, they ain't going to matter. Okay, well, well, you could be right about this. But <laughs> the one thing that gives me heart here is – I'm not sure the Eagles' defense is the highest quality. No, 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 okay? no. I, I think it's top 10-ish, but not top 5-ish. All I know, bottom line is, I got Micah and they don't. The question, it's as simple as that. The question is, do you trust your defense more against their offense or do you trust your offense more against their defense? Because that's what it's going to come down to. Because strength on strength, I, I agree with you. I believe Philly's offense is the strength of their team. Yep. I believe the Cowboys' defense is the strength of their it team. It is. Who takes care of the football and not put their offense, put their team in harm's way? I got 11 from heaven. Okay. And, and he's just he's a flat-out difference maker, and they don't have that. Well, they got Jalen. They say, we yeah. got Jalen Hurts, okay. and y'all well, all got him. Well, say, now, our now, you, now you're driving I'm, this not, I'm, just, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying what the Eagle fans are saying. I tried to tell you. We got Hurts. tried to warn you. It is going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. going to hurt. Yeah. Jalen's going to hurt. He, he's Shannon, almost making me liking the to Eagles. To your point. <laughs> what we got, Diddy? It was yeah. a historic performance for Hurts last night, an 80-plus completion percentage 300-plus passing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. He's the first player in NFL history to combine all those in wow. the same game. Now put that on Cowboys. That young man. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp dot com slash undisputed pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 
Undisputed Pod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Skip's Cowboys opening up as two and a half point underdogs against the Giants. That's according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Cooper Rush will make his third career start against the division rival. This after leading his team to a big win against the Bengals in week two. All right, Shannon, prediction time. What do you expect this time around from Cooper Rush? I expect him to struggle a little more uh, than he did because I believe the Giants' defense is a little better than the um, the Bengals' defense. Um, hopefully they get their rushers back, Kayvon Thibodeau and uh, Ojolari. Um, not sure they're back, but they uh, seemed like uh, Thibodeau was going to be an opportunity. had an opportunity to go last week. They held him out. Maybe they wanted him to get a little healthier uh, before they rushed. But I think the Giants' defense is solid. Um, no big names, um, no Michael Parsons, no Aaron Donalds, no, you know, Slay or Ramsey on the back end, no middle line, no great middle linebacker like a Wagner or Fred Warner. They're just a solid unit, hustle to the football, know where they're supposed to be, get there in a hurry, do a great job of getting guys on the ground. And so I think that's one of the areas that, that, that Cooper Rush could possibly struggle in. Now, the question is, as you told me yesterday, this is a team game. Mm. Your defense versus Daniel Jones. Thank you. <laughs> and that, that, that is where the problem, because there's an opportunity that, that Cooper Rush could be starting on some very short fields because Daniel Jones will give it to you. He will put the ball on the ground. He will throw it to the opposing team. And that's my cause for concern. Um, if they had a little better quarterback play, I might be willing to pick the Giants, and I still, by the end of the week, it's only Tuesday. Who knows? I might, you know, might be feeling froggy and give you an opportunity to win some of your 17 cases I've taken off you in two weeks. Mm. Two weeks! To cut it all the way down to the 50 that you owe me. <laughs> hey, hey, by week, halfway through the season, yeah. you might be owing me 50. It could at, be. At, at the way you keep betting them. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I think, I definitely believe he'll struggle. He will not look as crisp or as clean as he did, like you like to mention, the Halloween game last year or the way he played on Sunday. So I think he'll struggle a a bit more. The question is, can the Giants' offense move the ball with some regularity against the Cowboys' defense, or will the Cowboys' defense make sure Cooper Rush is playing on short fields all Sunday? Mm. Oh, it's Monday. It's Monday night game. Well, you, me. you tell me, Saquon, he's top three in the league. Might, might be after Derrick Henry struck out last night, he might be top one. That, that, that may, might be a possibility. The, deep, uh, the Cowboys' defense is, is good. Mm. They're, 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 really, they're really, really good. They can generate pass rush. Uh, Dorrance Armstrong and, and Parsons, those guys get – and D-Log. Oh, he's just Parsons now? What'd you hey, want to you call him by his name. Micah? No, 11 from heaven. Come on. <laughs> okay, 11, 11, 11, 11 is a game changer. Mm. And he can wreck the shop. And seemingly, they haven't had a whole lot of people been able to block him in the first two games. Mm. And I'm not so sure the Giants, it's not like they're known for having the Great Wall of China to keep people out off their quarterback either. So mm. I, don't, I think they're going to have a very difficult time trying to block that young man. By the way, every time I looked up the other night, Somebody else from the defensive front was all over Joe Burrow. It was Dorrance Armstrong. It was Bohanna. It was Dante Fowler. Yeah. Or that kid Sam Williams that they drafted in the second round out of Ole Miss. Right. I, I didn't see much when I watched Ole Miss last year, but he's starting to pop off my TV screen. Well, it, well, I think that's, that's because of Micah. He hey, called, it is. He, I agree. He causes so much attention that you forget. You know, they got other guys that's rushing the quarterback also. So you can, all five guys can't be worried about Micah. But, but he causes <laughs> leaks all across the line because you, you got two or three trying to deal with him, and all of a sudden somebody else slips through. Or then they totally forget and let him go scot-free. Okay, I'm going to say to you, 
about Cooper Rush, what I told you all last week. He will not embarrass us, as in Cowboy Nation. Mm-hmm. He, he will play just the way he played at Minnesota when they were a four-point underdog or the other night or the other afternoon against Cincinnati when they were as high as an eight-and-a-half-point dog at home. Right. Eight-and-a-half-point dog. Now they're a two-and-a-half-point dog on the road. So the, the Giants aren't getting all of the three points for home field advantage. Yeah. So you might say that Vegas is sort of almost slightly favoring Dallas. Dallas Vegas is telling you, you better pick Dallas. Mm. Is that what they're saying? That's what they said. You better pick Dallas. Well, Wink Martindale is probably winking in his office as we speak, saying, "You better pick the Giants." No, you know what did he? Give he a pressure guy now. He you is know he's a hit pressure you. guy, <laughs> and I'm sure he is telling his players right now, "We are going to expose that young man for what he is, mm-hmm. which is nothing. He's undrafted. He he's nobody. Mm-hmm. He's bounced around. They they are able to just run him through waivers. You know, nobody mm-hmm. claimed him." He's just some guy. He could be on the street. He could be on his couch watching this game. And we need to send him back to his couch right. to watch this game. So the, the point is, this team has responded to Cooper Rush at least as well as it has to Dak Prescott. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, because I'm going to remind everybody, because it, it's my nightmare. But it started with your game when your Denver Broncos mm-hmm. came to Dallas last year. It was 30 to nothing early in the fourth quarter. Just when I thought I could trust Dak Prescott, I couldn't. He sort of rallied back into the game and hit a couple late touchdown passes to nobody. Oh, no, Brown caught one, I think. Yeah, and (laughs) some kid caught one who's not even on the team anymore. But the point is, then we turn right around on Thanksgiving Day game against Derek Carr, and it goes to overtime, and Dak, they they win the toss, and Dak has the football, and nothing happens, and they lose. Okay? And then – Kyler Murray came to town. Kyler loves to. Again, he, he did it to y'all again. Because he's a Dallas area kid. Yeah. Plano. And he just loves to stick it to the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And did he ever? That's the second time he did right. that, where it's just shameful what he did. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Do you think they call the game different for Cooper Rush as opposed to Dak? It doesn't appear to me so. I, I, because he's been in the system for six years now. But it's hard. For I, me I don't to see them lock him up. I, I thought they tried to feed the. Yeah, feed that, that's Zeke. what I'm saying. They 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 tried. They get him off to it because I thought Zeke. I thought they ran the ball. Skip like the first quarter or the first couple of drives. They ran the ball really really well, and they kind of got away from that. It's like, oh Cooper, okay, you you relax now. Start throwing it. Okay. I just think the thing is maybe they should try that with Dak. They just come out and want to just throw the ball all over the yard with Dak. Okay. What was my biggest issue with the home loss to San Francisco in the playoff game? The offense didn't show up. It didn't no. come out of the locker room. Dak's the one leading the the, the, the huddle in, on the sideline before yeah. the game, mm-hmm. and he's the pregame pep talk. Yeah. He's he's the leader of the team, yeah. not Mike McCarthy. It's Dak Prescott. Right. And they responded how they were flat in a pl- home playoff game. You came out flat as Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in what? So so I saw Cooper Rush go up there against Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. With 55 seconds left in that game, he throws a touchdown pass to Amari Cooper to win the game 20 to 16. Right. Well, that's I, I'm not saying he's Brady, but but it was a clutch throw. Right. And then the other the other day, he, he makes three straight clutch throws under a minute left to set up the 50-yard field goal. Right. Well, they trusted him to do it because they've seen him do it before. Right. And yeah, he does have that sort of scout team connection with Noah, Noah Brown. Okay. I, I give you that. But You've, do, you, you've come up hugely clutch in big stage games 
in back-to-back years, right? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. you, you didn't do it just once. It, it wasn't just an aberration. I think it's more going to be trend than blip. But, but, but I've told you, it, does he have a big arm? He does not have a big arm. Is, is he the most athletic? No, he's no. not the most athletic. He's got size. He's 6'3", 225, so he's got that going. You do know what happens, right? The more you play, I, the I more got tape it. they get on. Okay, well, that's what Wink Martindale's yeah. doing right now. He's, he's stroking yeah. his chin, looking at that tape, thinking, yeah, if we could just heat him up in the pocket yeah. because he can't move. Yeah, we'll heat we, him up. If we hit him a couple of times, let's see if he gets back right. up. Mm-hmm. Okay, what I love the most about Sunday's game was – in the opening drive, it gets to be fourth and two at their 44-yard line. And McCarthy, to, to his credit, he didn't even hesitate. I'll let Cooper Rush throw it. Yeah. And if we could see that play again. I he, was very surprised okay, this early in the game okay, going forward on fourth and two. DJ Reader just blows by Farniok, the kid out of Nebraska. Look look over on the right side. He just blows right by him and just, just comes right into Cooper Rush. So Cooper Rush took a big hit on this right. play and stood strong in the pocket and said, I'm going to throw it to my guy. And there's – there's a little velocity that, on that. That was a great catch hey, by Noah It was because he had to adjust to the ball. He had to stop I, and I open his hips. I think he had hips. to adjust because D.J. Reader's about to blow up yep. Cooper uh, Rush in the pocket, yep. and he's got to lean a little bit sideways and throw it a slight, slightly behind. Yep. They got rapport. Yep. They got connection. Dak didn't have that kind of connection with Noah yeah. Brown. Dak has little to no connection with C.D. Lamb. That might have been a play because now all of a sudden you give the ball Cincinnati going in in the 40-yard line. Okay. So that was that was my a, God. I that mean, that's the big, game. I, I mean, to me, been, yep. it's sink or swim on that play. Yep. And you can't tell me they don't believe in Cooper Rush because they do. Yeah, Wing Mardell, you ain't gonna be able to believe in him anymore. Okay. Was well, that be, what he's gonna say? Yeah, Wing. Oh, Wing got a little something for him. Okay. Oh, he's Wing. Winking, winking. Oh, Wing. Oh, yeah. Wing got something for him on old Monday night. Okay. Winking, blinking, and mm-hmm. nod. All mm-hmm. they got him all Cooper. Right. Let's see if you feel the same thing about Cooper. Really? Oh, rush. Okay. So do you think he's gonna? We're gonna have a rush to judgment here. Mm-hmm. On, yeah, you rushing to judgment Monday night. <laughs> there was a rush to judgment on the Cowboys uh, last week. I kept telling you because they're they're dead. Oh, that, we ain't gonna tell him. Rush on over. Yeah. So red you, rover, looking, red rover, send Cooper right over. Okay. So you're leaning Giants. <laughs> hey, I just want to get you. It's all Tuesday. Okay, it's Tuesday, but I can hear where you're going with this. Cooper Rush says Shannon Sharp, the Hall of Famer, is going to get exposed oh, on Monday night. Is that right? Dang, I got to wait till Tuesday. I can't come in here. I'll celebrate. I'll yeah. be celebrating Monday night. Really? You yeah. get your Daniel Jones jersey by then? Wear it out of here? I got uh-huh. a Giants helmet. Yeah. It's, it's in Atlanta, though. Yeah. I might need to bring my Giants helmet out. This is the red rocket you're looking at okay. right here. The red rocket. He's got red. Man, hair. pop gun ain't gonna do huh? no cap gun hey, ain't gonna do nothing. That fourth and two throw, that doesn't look like a pop gun. Oh no cap gun. Oh really? cap gun Cooper. Really? That's what they call him at the crib, Cap do Gun they? Cooper, yeah. Cap gun, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Little pop, pop, pop. Look at that. Yeah. He he looks like okay. he's, he's you see how you hype me the buck? You see how you hype me the buck? I'm just telling you, no, he no, you will not embarrass you. He's not afraid. I told you the, okay. the thing, he is fearlessly poised. You you can't find that combination in backups unless it's Jimmy Garoppolo who's been played in the uh, Super Jimmy Bowl. G. Yeah, Jimmy G. Okay, he is clearly and was the best backup quarterback in the league. Well, is this guy that far behind? I don't. Yeah, think he that so. far behind. Well, is he? Yeah. I I don't think you believe so. Cooper Rush can take you out to the Super Bowl because Jimmy G did it. I'm not going to say that because okay. I don't want to jinx him. Oh, well, you mean jinx him? Yeah, I, I'm just How you want you don't jinx him? You ain't afraid about jinxing I, Tom I, Brady? I, I'm going to refer to what Jerry said the night that Dak went down on opening night. Jerry said, wouldn't it be something if if we had to make a decision? He, he just threw it out, the scenario. Wouldn't it be something if when J- Dak is healthy enough to come back, and we're going to talk about this because Steven's now blurting out, 
he could be back for Washington. <laughs> well, well, that's that. That's only October second. That, yeah. That's the game after this game. Right. Six days after this Giants game. Right. Okay. So Jerry's throwing out the scenario. He says, "I'm not saying this is going to happen, but what? Wouldn't it be great if we had to make a choice? Right? No. Nah, he not played a- well enough." That you're starting to say, well, wait a second. And you're going to keep a $40 maybe, million quarterback on okay, the bench? Well, I, I got that. But sometimes the quarterback position, more than any position in all of sports, is about intangibles just as, as much as tangibles. He's got intangibles that the team likes. Oh, he, he doesn't have 12 national TV commercials. He doesn't say anything to the media. He's a nice guy, but he's humble. He got, more, he got more intangibles than that? Okay. Well, I don't know. I, I, maybe. Maybe. I'm you starting to see. Okay, the I'm, man that got your jersey, he brought okay. he brought your jersey to throw okay. in the trash, what, picked what, it out. Okay, what have we seen twice in pretty big games with man, that Man, Skip, you seen team, that? The team responded to him a little bit. You you just agreed with me earlier in this topic. You said I agree. They're responding to him a little better than Dak. Did you watch Dak on opening night against the Goat? So let me ask you it was horrendous. You believe Cooper? I still Rush? haven't recovered from you could, it. You believe Cooper Rush could have beat Tampa? I told you asked me this yesterday. Could he have scored? 20 points, maybe. No, stop. Maybe. Skip against, that de- Skip against that defense. Okay, my defense held the GOAT to 19. Could he have – could Mahara have kicked up so 54 let, so yards? So let me get it right. You believe, you believe Cooper Rush could have got the 19 points against Tampa's defense? Maybe. He can operate. They got weapons. They got weapons. What weapons? CeeDee Lamb is a Skip, weapon. Noah, Noah Brown, the first two games, Noah Brown is your best receiver. Tony Pollard is a breakaway weapon. Cavante Turpin, we haven't seen it yet, but he is lightning in a he bottle. He didn't break away from Tampa. Well, just wait. You I, do hey, realize- uh, that same defense, you, you were all over them last year because they were getting Skip, lit up last Skip, year. Do you realize they're giving up six and a half points a game? They got ten sacks okay. in two games. Okay, I got it. Well, one of them was against Dak Prescott. Maybe that's part. And the second one was against Jameis Winston. Maybe that was part of it. I, they, I promise you, they have more sacks and more picks had they gone up against Cooper Rush. I, I don't know. I, I, haven't know. Seen, have you thrown, I haven't seen him throwing any interceptions yet. Threw a couple the other night that were a little dangerous. Wow. I, I don't know. You'd have lost your mind if you no, think I Cooper have Rush could have beat Tampa. Tom Brady was a six-round draft pick once upon a time. Just remember. He, was a, he was a seventh-rounder. Right, okay. so somebody else is a seventh rounder. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's sitting across from me. Man, you take yeah. you take one isolated incident or two yeah. isolated incidents and say, well, okay. well, he did it. He could do it yeah. too. Okay. How many seventh How many seventh round draft picks are in the Hall of Fame? How many sixth round draft picks? Are in I the don't Hall of know. Fame? That's a good question. Not many. I know one is. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't very many. It ain't very many quarterbacks. We play the games. Mm. <laughs> Every Sunday and Monday, you Ooh. never know. Any given Sunday, right? Yep. Guys, let's move on to the NBA when we come back and talk a little bit about Shannon's Lakers. Are their offseason moves getting them closer or further away from a finals appearance? We'll dive into that debate when we come back. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. 
That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Shannon's Lakers made another addition over the weekend. The team agreed to sign point guard Dennis Schroeder to a one-year deal. Schroeder averaged over 15 points with the Lakers in 2020-21, but left in the offseason as a free agent. So, all right, Shannon, what do you think? Is this a good move or a bad move? I don't know what kind of move this is, Skip, because it doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, you got Russ, you got Pat Bell, Austin Reeves, Kendrick Nunn. Now you add Dennis Schroeder to go along with Lonnie Walker the fourth. This ain't college. You don't need no six, seven guards. You think you're at Kentucky and Duke? <laughs> and when you had him, what did Schroeder do? He wanted to go. He thought there was greener pastures. He didn't have Boston. Boston uh, traded him to uh, San Antonio, I think that's where he ended up at. San Antonio, right? Schroeder? Schroeder, yeah. Did he? I can't remember. He bounced around. I don't was know. Houston. But he Houston, ended up, yeah. Houston. He ended up. No, it was Texas. He ended up somewhere else. I, I, don't, I don't get this move, Skip. I, I really don't. So what's the... I hope, I hope Rob has a plan. Yep. I don't know what that plan is, but I hope it's a good one. Mm-hmm. I hope it's a master plan because, Skip, this doesn't make any sense. Uh, all these guys at one point in time, with the exception of Rust, Rust has done what, Skip? Come off the bench. Mm-hmm. Now, if y'all think for one second, if you think for one second, Russell Westbrook is going to sit quietly by why these guys start the game and he sit on the bench and come off the bench as a sixth man. Skip, you out your mind. Mm. They're out of their mind. I don't know what Rob's plan is, mm. but it damn sure better be a good one. Skip, this doesn't make any sense to me. And it's, I guess they're hoping for, like, Dwight to, to come back on a minimum contract or mid-level exception or bet minimum, whatever that could be. Mm. Skip, what are, what are they doing? I can explain it. Go ahead, explain. I'll me. allow you to explain it. But first of all, I, I must quote the guy you called the goat. I called the phony goat. Your man, LeBron James, tweeted about this, and he said, he's tweeting at Schroeder, obviously. Yes, sir. So damn happy to have you back. You're like that. You are? You're like that? That's what he tweeted. And then he plagiarized the NFL goat. He did LFG with three exclamation points. Let's and go. That's Tom Brady's slogan, right? And LeBron uh, borrowed it from Tom Brady, oh right? <laughs> He's trying to say we're, we're like co-stars. Me, me and you, Tom, I can borrow it from you because we're both goats. No, you're not. Sorry. LeBron bigger. You oh, know that I know he that. He is not bigger. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, bigger on TV maybe. And he's, he's even got a new one with Lily. He's got to leave Lily be. He's just he's hard on her, right? Who? In the commercial that oh, he yeah. did. But, okay, so here we go again. It's another huge national TV commercial. It's a good one. It's a big one. I'm sure he got paid royally for this. I bet he go. 
Okay. Well, he's the TV goat. No. Give you that. He's the commercial goat. Basketball goat. Okay. Well, he's not. But the point is, he just took Max Max. And I, I don't get it because he left them little to no room to, to play with the, his supporting cast. So let's think about this. Step back for a second. Okay. Schroeder. He bet on himself. They they offered him like an eighty million. Eight, four years, eighty four million. Okay. He, he made five point six last year. He's making okay. a little over two this year. He says, "No, I'm betting on myself. I can do better than that on the open market." And he could not. And he basically had to crawl to Boston to take what they gave him. Right. He played pretty well for Boston. He's pretty good. You never liked him, but he's pretty good. He's okay. Okay. He's okay. But he started off, Skip. I, I don't done the off the bench thing. I'm a starter. Okay. I, here, that's yeah, what he said. Yeah, what he yeah, said. He'd done it for Oklahoma City. He says, no, not here. I'm a starter. Okay, well, LeBron kind of went along with that, started calling him, you know, affectionately Dennis the Minutes. Remember that? I, yeah. I don't he, know. He, he does the what minutes, he was to me. Right. To me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the point is, then he tries to play the field again, and the, his free agent market has so dried up that he crawled all the way back to L.A. and took minimum to play for the Lakers. Yes. Okay? Yeah. All right, so that's that guy's position right now. And the other guy they just signed, Patrick Beverly, is on his fourth team in two years. And yet, here's the painful and sad irony of this. Right now, as is, those two players, individually, they're better than Russell Westbrook. I promise you, they're better basketball players right here, right now, than Russell Westbrook, who simply led the league in turnovers for much of the year until the last three games. He was the single worst three-point shooter in all of basketball last year. And he was the fourth worst free throw shooter. And he plays little to no defense. Well, at least Pat Bev will trick him, right? Yeah, you see. Okay, well, maybe at least he, he gives you the impression that he's doing right. something on defense. Yes. It's a lot of sis boom bots, it's a yeah. lot of stuff. But Smoke he, and mirror. Yeah, but he gets under people's skin. Yes. And he distracts and he, he irritates. And, and well, okay, we get all that. I, I like Pat Bev. I'm glad he, I, I would want him to be on my team. Right. Schroeder can also be a little bit of an irritant, but he's got some quicksilver in him, some game on right. offense where he can he can be sort of a combo guard for you. He can score. He'll get you 15 in a game. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay? They're both, to me, slightly more valuable than Russell Westbrook is at this stage and this age. Well, it, it appears to me that they're loading up so that the new sheriff in town, Darvin Ham. Can, can play Russell Westbrook sparingly at best. And you say, well, he's not going to sit quietly. Well, you know he's not. Okay, I, I, I promise you he's going to sit. I don't know that it's going to be quietly, but but they are loading up. These two guys play his position. Yes. They are him. They're, they're, they're what he does. And what's going to be worse, Skip, forget coming off the bench. You can come off the bench as long as I'm in. If you look at guys that's come off the bench, they were always in the game when the rubber needed to meet the road in yep. the fourth quarter. Okay. You look at all, Skip, you look at from the Vinny Johnsons, you look at the Jamal Crawfords, you look at the Sweet Lou Williams, you look at the Manu Ginobili's, all of the six men did what down the stretch? They played. Absolutely. So if I come off the bench and now you're not going to play me in the fourth quarter, what are you telling me? What value do I have? LeBron's gushing about getting shooter back. He's gushing. He doesn't do that. And there's method to this madness right here. It, it looks to me. I agree with you. It looks like I don't know about Russ being a sixth man, but it damn sure looked like they geared up to have him sitting on the bench in the fourth quarter. That is correct. It, that he's going to split the minutes among these three players, and it might be a little heavy. In, they'll have to see how they play and how they look, how they mesh with LeBron, right. obviously. But to me, I will bet you that Pat Bev and Schroeder play slightly more minutes than Russ does yeah. because 
the, the whole idea is Gene is saying you cannot cut him and send him home and I have to owe, owe and him I gotta pay, yeah, right. She's saying, I'm not going to do that. If Kendrick Nunn is healthy. He's I not trust, bad either. Yeah, for, he's yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He, and he's my, maybe a little more two than one. Right. But, but that's fine. A guy that can score, can yes. get downhill on his own, can knock down Man, a few I've shots. always liked him. Yeah. And, and I liked him last year. And he he never even but, he, he didn't get a single dribble out no. of him. I don't know what happened, but he was gone the whole year. Yes. Okay. So you you have loaded up at Russ's position so that you don't have to, to be, depend on him at all. You, you don't have to trust him. You don't have to play him. And Darvin Ham seems like he's enough of his own man to tell Russ, I'm sorry, you ain't playing tonight. Right. Okay, so he's going to have to sit. He can uh, pout man, all he man, wants. Man, you don't bet thing. Okay, well, he, he doesn't own the team. He doesn't run the team. Just because he makes $47 million next year, he, he can just sit and stew for all they care. You, you can, okay, yeah, he's going to stew. You say, see, that's going to be great theater. That's going to be great right. theater. That's going to be great for us. But you know that's a powder keg. Right? They sit on okay. a powder keg over okay, there. Okay, but powder keg how? What can he do to de- derail the team? You know what he can do? He can call the stick. <laughs> well, he'll cause it, and they'll just shrug and go on and keep playing. It ain't that simple, Skip. It's not <laughs> I don't that simple. Know. He's See, not that good. It. He you can't love back it. it up. You love it, no, this. I, I, I sort of like because my option was just, just write him a check and send him home. No. Addition by subtraction. But instead, they went the other way. They said, no, we'll do addition by addition. We'll go get this guy and that guy, and we got Kendrick Nunn coming back. So we got plenty of rotation players to fill his role. I think I think Brian like Austin Reeves better than all of them. What do you? I think he likes him because he he's a smart basketball player. He makes he makes it. Skip, now, is he the most the, talented the, of this my, group? My, my issue was the same issue because I used to watch him all the time at Oklahoma. He's there for a long time. He just doesn't shoot it well enough. He, he, he hit a lab though. Okay, it comes and it goes, but it mostly goes. And did you see what he did against uh, 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 the Mavericks? Well, he hit a shot. Yeah. That was one. And did then you, what happened after uh, that? Uh, did you see what he did against the Nuggets the last game of the season? Okay. He put on a show. Okay, he put on a show, but nobody was playing for the Nuggets. Hey. They weren't even the Nuggets. They were like G League Nuggets. Hey, that's all right. Get him, gave okay, him confidence. He, and listen, he plays his tail off. That's what I'm talking and, about. And he will defend yes. at a high level. Yes. I, no, I, I get it. LeBron... Trust that. Yeah, and he, he's our poor, he's our poor man. I mean, if there's such a thing as a poor man's Caruso, yeah. but that's what he okay. is. Well, he is kind of a poor we man's Caruso. I mean, think about it. look at all the people that we added: Patrick Bell, Reeves, Kendrick Nunn, Dennis Schroeder, Lonnie Walker. You had Caruso. You yeah, had Caruso did. for nine million dollars. How much you? How much are you paying all these guys? More than nine million, and you had Caruso that did all that. Love LeBron could run the point, play the two, defend at an extreme high level, could knock down, would knock down shots in crucial moments. Yep. I know Lonnie Walker all too well. Extremely athletic, can't shoot. And that I guess he fits right in, right? That's all right. Can't why what we got out of Lonnie? Okay. I, I like what Palink is doing with Pat. What Nev the hell is he Schroeder. doing? What he doing? He's he 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 he's, tried to piss Russ off. No, he's not. He just he's he's preparing not to play him. That's that's how it is. He's he's got plan B and plan C that will become plan A. That's what happened. And playing A gonna be a problem. And then he's gonna say to Darwin, "You do it. Yeah. yeah you, you tell Russ he can't play. Plan, plan right? A go. Plan A gonna make playing B, C, D, and E go make it very, very difficult. Okay. They just offset Russell Westbrook. Okay. <laughs> you think it's funny? See, you like I You like drama. I know you do. I know you do. I know you like drama. Not so great circumstances. I don't like it. I don't like it. I can't wait for NBA season to start. You two are going to be at each other the entire morning. 
He loves his drama. One-year deal. He says, guys, he's been trying to get the Lakers to sign him, been in talks with them for three months. So, obviously, something he was really chasing, a return, maybe a little bit. Ain't nobody else wanting. La La Land. <laughs>